calling all coffee lovers. Every wellpreneur, mom, college student, employee, business owner knows the importance of starting your day off right. But how would it be to add some mushrooms to that coffee? Four Sigmatic Lion's Mane Mushroom Coffee, that is, with its rich, smooth flavor and ground lion's mane mushroom, which has been shown to boost cognition and reduce inflammation, it is my go-to cup of coffee for starting my day off right. Four Sigmatic Lion's Mane Mushroom is the perfect pairing of health and caffeine. Mushroom in your coffee? I'll take it for the added benefits of mental clarity and the smooth, delicious flavor. Try it for yourself. Use code BEWELL for 10% off your purchase at us.foursigmatic.com. Again, that's BEWELL at us.foursigmatic.com. Living, learning, and loving are all experiences that affect each one of us at one time or another. The three L's hosted by myself, Rachel Ann Dine, licensed professional counselor, is here to help you navigate life in a down-to-earth and realistic way, one podcast episode at a time. Be well and live, learn, and love to the fullest. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the three L's. I'm happy you're here. I hope that you're having a great morning, a great evening, whenever you've decided to tune in, because today we're talking about a very powerful technique that I'm not going to lie, I have previously been very skeptical of. And that's where the pragmatic, practical side of me comes into play. And so we're talking visualization and manifestation. Does it actually work? And what exactly is it? If you're anything like me, hearing the words manifest your destiny, um, manifest it into reality, sometimes can almost elicit a response of, well, what what does that mean exactly? You know, how does one manifest a desire into his or her reality? And so I want to break it down today because lo and behold, if I did not have an intense epiphany, which is how many of my podcast episodes are born, whether it's from an interaction that I have with someone, um, a common clinical theme that I see going on, or just a flat out real life, real moment. And that's exactly what came to fruition and inspired this podcast episode today. And y'all know I'm going to go ahead and share exactly what happened with you just to really bring it on home. But for the sake of our show flow, I want to start by literally defining what visualization means, because to me, this is very powerful. It's important. So Visualization is the representation of an object, situation, or set of information as a chart or other image. Definition two, it is the formation of a mental image of something. So many times I talk about the power of visual images, the power of mental rehearsal, which is a tried and true therapeutic technique that I even encourage clients to use, um, that I myself implement from time to time, where you are visualizing and mentally rehearsing a task, a, a 
potentially difficult situation that you have coming up, here's the key difference. If you have anxiety, you're not visualizing from that anxious place. So you're not giving into the, okay, well, what if this happens? I'll do this. Or what if this goes horribly wrong? What would I do? It's coming at it from a place of confidence. So let's say you have a huge work presentation and the stress is rising. You're thinking, I hate public speaking. How am I going to do this? Mental rehearsal and visualization is literally mentally and visually seeing what you would like to see happen, seeing yourself as a confident person, well-spoken, able to get through the presentation, And it really is a great practice. And for the sake of visualization and manifestation, to me, my own definition of this process of using visualization to achieve what you want in life is a form of identifying your desires in life, what you want out of this thing called living. So visualizing the course, the trajectory of where you want your life to go, we all know that sometimes life can throw us these very intense curveballs, traumatic, tragic situations. And I have observed that when people have almost visualized themselves overcoming or they have visualized a clear-cut plan for their life, They, in a lot of ways, become more resilient and are better able to overcome hardship and difficulty because they're following that life vision. It's really a fascinating process. And, you know, I'm all about practical approaches. And sometimes visualization and manifestation can be thought of as woo-woo. But I'm about to disprove that a little bit with this next explanation and definition. So bear with me. So when we hear the term manifest, sometimes it can be a little ambiguous, a little confusing. So I went right to the good old dictionary, and this is what I found as the definition. So there's two forms. There's an adjective and a verb. And the adjective form of manifest is clear or obvious to the eye or mind. All right, beautiful definition. Clear or obvious to the eye or mind. Verb form of manifest, because in a lot of ways, manifestation is an action. And we know from uh, English 101, which it's been many years since I've been in an English class, but I do remember uh, verb is action. So this would mean to display or show a quality or feeling by one's acts or appearance, demonstrate. Now, this is something I want to point out. Display or show a quality or feeling by one's acts. Now, isn't that interesting? So the thing I like, I've been converted, guys. I really have ever since I had my epiphany about manifestation and visualization and the power of it. It places a lot of responsibility on the person who is doing the visualization and the manifesting to take action. So it is one's acts that bring forth what you want to see happen. Um, But we've got to visualize what do we even want to see happen in our lives before that very thing can be manifested. It's a very interesting concept when I really think about it. So here is another piece in the visualization and manifestation situation. Okay, so in a lot of ways, 
manifestation causes you to live in ways that will manifest whatever your desire is and bring it into reality. However, this is really closely linked to a therapeutic principle that I am wild about called the self-fulfilling prophecy. So the self-fulfilling prophecy talks about how your thoughts influence your actions and behaviors, similar to cognitive behavioral therapy principles. So the same can be said for manifestation. So if we take it back to self-fulfilling prophecy, I'm going to give you two different examples, some that I hear frequently and some I think that are just human nature. So if you're constantly thinking that no one likes me, it's going to be really hard for you if that is your you know, ongoing thought process that, okay, nobody likes me. Nobody talks to me. They don't want to know about me. They don't care. This is going to cause you to either consciously or unconsciously act in ways that make this come true. And let me break it down even further. So let's say that you work in an office and you just have this feeling. It hasn't even been validated. Nobody's necessarily said or done anything, but it's this feeling, okay, no, no one likes me. So that means when you go into the office, you are going to be much less likely to make an effort with everybody else, to speak to anybody else. So then maybe they're going to feel like you are not interested in getting to know them. And boom, you start to really feel, okay, well, nobody else is talking to me. They really must not like me. But the power of our thoughts is so real. Okay, so that's the first one. No one likes me. If you give too much power to that, it does cause you to act in ways that make it come true, whether on a conscious level or unconscious level. So that just shows the power of watching your thoughts. Okay, here's the second um kind of overall theme that pops up from time to time. I'll never be successful. I could never do that. I just won't have a good fortune or good luck at at trying to do something new. It's just never going to work out for me. If you go into a situation already preemptively having those thoughts, it will almost 100% cause the desire to never actually manifest itself. Just like in the self-fulfilling prophecy, what we think dictates behaviors and actions. So if you never think that you'll be successful, that you could ever go back to college, that you could ever even get your GED, whatever the case could be, you are therefore going to act in ways that make it less likely that it actually would happen. If you don't think that you're going to be able to do well in college, it's probably going to prevent you from ever even applying or trying to go in and make it happen. So do you see that how powerful it is, the thoughts that go through your head, in addition to really taking time to visualize what you want to see happen in your life. Therefore, if you do have those self-defeating or negative thoughts, you can check yourself and start to work away from that. So it all really starts in that beautiful brain of yours that can probably sometimes play tricks on you because don't they all from time to time, our brains have this fantastic, I'm saying that kind of sarcastically, fantastic way of holding on to negative messages and causing us to have self-doubt and insecurity. So visualization and manifestation. You are probably wondering, okay, so I kind of get the concepts now. You know, I understand the power in 
visualizing, identifying what I want to see happen in my life, um, and then watching the thoughts that I'm having in my head so that I can actually manifest those visuals into reality. But how in the world do I do this? And so I'm going to go over a couple different strategies that I think are very helpful if using visualization and manifestation is of interest to you. Okay, so the first step in any of this is to literally take 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or even an hour, take some amount of time and sit down and write out and identify what do I want from my life? What is my ultimate visual for how I want my life to look? This can happen at any stage in the lifespan, whether you are in high school, a college student, you've been married for 15, 20, 30 years. There's always room to reset that life visual and recreate a new. In fact, I almost think that this is vital at every stage of life to sit down and reconnect with yourself and just make sure that you are still having a vision for your life that works for you. That way, we're making sure that our actions manifest it to come to reality. Um, So when you sit down and start to go deep into visualizing what you want, caveat statement, sometimes this can be hard because... If you have been so consumed with being a mom or being a caretaker for a family member or being in an unhealthy long-term relationship, the overall wants and desires, even your ability to actually visualize, okay, who am I? What do I want? What makes me happy? It can be hard to find. And so that's where I want you to remove all limitations when you do this exercise. This is where we take pause. What are the inner messages that go through your head on a daily basis that either increase your sense of self-esteem and make you feel empowered or alternately, what are those messages that go through your head that insert self-doubt and insecurity? These Inner messages sometimes come to us from childhood. So if we had an unsupportive family who said, you are never going to be successful, you can't even read, or, you know, just something else that was negative and detrimental, it this is going to be of utmost importance for you to acknowledge Are those messages coming up as you are creating this visualization plan? And we need to, when they come up, we are going to put the thought block and kibosh it and say, nope, this is my visualization plan. I'm the one that gets to create it. No limitations. Okay, so that would be the first one to put aside any of those negative messages that are popping up for you as you create this plan. You know, those nasty little phrases that may have been said to you. You're too ugly to do this. Um, You're not smart. Uh, Maybe you were in an unhealthy relationship that was very unsupportive to you and you heard all kinds of comments like that. Let's set it aside. This is your life and your plan. Okay, so we're going to put aside the negative inner messages. The next piece, we are going to take the the this proverbial cape off of who you think that you are supposed to be. So now, whether you get pressure from your spouse, from your long-term partner, your family about who you are supposed to be, 
I say this respectfully. I want you to let it go. Let's let's make this all about you for this 15-minute session that you're going to have with yourself, 15 to hour, hour and a half. Maybe once you get to going, you're going to keep it moving and it ends up being, you know, well over an hour. But for whatever you know, chunk of time that you've chosen to complete this exercise, take off that cape, whether your family thinks that you need to take over the family business, they want you to become a physician or a doctor, or your partner wants you to be the perfect little stay-at-home wife, yet you have a totally different desire burning within you. Let's drop what what everybody else's expectations of you are, and let's focus on what are my desires for my life. What did I always want to see happen for myself, and how you know how can I get there? Okay, the next piece. Let's drop the income income limitation, and I know that this one can be hard. And I'm going to go ahead and point out 100%. We do need income to live, and a lot of times we do need income to support us. But for the sake of this activity. If you allow that income piece to creep into your life and you start thinking, I will never be able to pull enough money together to go to college, so I may as well never do it, I'm going to tell you right now, you've just set yourself up for that not being able to manifest itself into reality. And so the self-fulfilling prophecy will often come true, then those thoughts will then dictate your behaviors, and there will be no saving of any money, whether it's $20 a pay period or, you know, $100, because you've already said, you know what, I'm never going to be able to afford it. It just ain't going to happen. So let the income limitation go as you create this, this visual plan. The next piece is let's let go of the stress and the anxiety that can often permeate day-to-day existence. So if you have a lot of worries that go through your head about the future and, you know, will you measure up and are you good enough, for the sake of this, give your precious brain a break and just write it down, structure it down. What is it that I want from my life? What do I want to achieve? So I want you to take this a step further. And and if you're feeling really bold, I want you to go ahead and create two distinct categories for what you would like to visualize and see happen in your life and create a personal visualization list and a professional slash career slash work visualization list. Let's go ahead and just lay it all out there. If you could create your dream existence, what would it look like? What would you actually be doing with your time, your energy, and that eight to five job or the one day a week job or whatever your dream position is? What would you be doing? What's something that you've always wanted to do? Um, And I love it. I think it's very important to kind of have those personal visualizations. What kind of partner do you want in your life? Do you even want to be in a relationship? Do you want kids? Do you not want kids? Do you want to be a world-class traveler? All of those are going to go into that personal category. And just defining it is clarity. I know that I have thrown that term around so much, but definition really is clarity. And it wasn't until I fully started thinking about the fact that, in quite honesty, I am just such an uber planner 
And I realized, oh my gosh, I have been visualizing and planning and manifesting over the entire course of probably the past couple of decades of my life. And so that's what I'm encouraging you to do. Visualization in a lot of ways is planning and considering what you want to see happen in your life, what direction you want to see your life going in. So write it down. Um, Keep the list handy. Don't lose sight of it. If you're in a transitional phase of your life, this can be an exceptionally good time to reconnect and regroup with what you want. Now, the other uh, kind of fun and interesting piece that can come from this exercise is that I have so much have seen people create what they call the vision boards. And before, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of like, okay, um, that's cute. But now I love the idea. I, you know, it just goes to show when you go through and you see your own kind of epiphany being manifested and you get that realization. I think the power of visual imagery is huge, especially if. In school, you are a visual learner, whether back when you were in school or now, you had to see something to be able to fully understand it. You know what? Whatever you want to go on that vision board, put it down. Find find a magazine, put down your, your magazine clips, draw, whatever, whatever it is that floats your boat to depict that vision. Now, if you're just a list maker like I am, write it down. Just use your words and write it down. Um, so last but not, not least, when you think of visualization and manifesting, I want you to ask yourself, do I surround myself with supportive people? This is huge because in your journey to be able to achieve what you want to from life, if you're surrounding yourself with people who are doubtful of your abilities, that don't encourage you or empower you to go after your dreams, it may be time to reevaluate the friend group, the romantic relationship, the family member. Let me go ahead and throw this out there too. If you grew up in a home where there were some major dream killers, uh, hopefully y'all know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to explain it to you anyways. I'm talking about the family members who, when you were a little kid and you said, you know what, I want to be a heart surgeon. And they looked at you and said, well, good luck getting into college or "Huh, you're going to come out of there with all those medical bills. And there was nothing about, oh, you know what, that go for it. Try it out. Make good grades in school and maybe you'll get a great scholarship. If that was the upbringing that you came from where people did not invest in your dreams, when we get to become adults, sometimes, I'm going to go back and say it, inadvertently or consciously. So on that subconscious level or consciously, we seek out the familiar. And this can also be the emotional familiar, where if we grew up with a bunch of doubters of our abilities, we're going to be more inclined to feel comfortable when that romantic partner says, oh, I don't think you can do that. I don't think that, mm -mm, that's not going to work for you. And it can almost feel like, oh, okay, yeah, they're right. They're right. And you can sometimes start to be more accepting of that lack of support than if you grew up in a home where parents were very supportive and encouraged you to quote unquote reach for the stars and you can do anything that you want to. 
Um, so yes, surrounding yourself with supportive people is a major, major piece of being able to manifest and create that healthy, self-fulfilling prophecy in your own life. So real quick, I'm going to share with you because I promised I would, um, how this recently came to be where I had this crazy epiphany and I realized, oh my gosh, I think I manifested this into reality before I even realized what I was doing. So when I was, oh gosh, I think I was either in high school or early college, that's when Drew, Dr. Drew Pinsky, who is a psychiatrist, had his show, Loveline. I don't know if y'all remember that if you're listening, but that's basically where people would call in and they'd get relationship uh, advice from him, all kinds of things. And I remembered watching it. And this was after I had gotten bitten by the psychology bug. And I said, oh my gosh, I could do that. I would love to do that. And I went to my parents. I went to my dad. I said, you know, dad, one day I'm, I, I want to have a, a psychology-based radio talk show. And my dad said, cool. He said, go for it. It sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. And I told my mom, she said the same thing. And So when I started college, I had that visual in my mind. I never wrote it down. I just verbalized it to my family. And then, you know, once I have something in my head, it sticks with me. And I thought, okay, you know, that's amazing. I don't know how it could happen until in college, an internship opportunity at my local news radio station Uh, came available and they had a sister station that was attached. It was a huge country music station, Cat Country 98.7, along with News Radio 1620. And I don't know how, I can't even remember how this came to be, but I saw that they were wanting an intern for for a producer to be like a producer on one of the morning shows. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go for it. And I remember in that that interview, I told the person, I said, he said, well, your major's in psychology. You know, what What would make you want to do this? And I, I said, you know, one day I want to have a psychology-based radio talk show. Y'all, that was always my go-to phrase. I wrote that in cover letters when people asked me what my, you know, long-term goals were. Um, I said it in that interview. And he said, oh, okay, great. Well, you, you know, you seem sharp. We'll give you the internship. And lo and behold, I learned the ins and outs of helping produce a radio talk show and ended up getting hired to do the traffic reports in the afternoon. And a lot of times I had a split shift. So I'd go in at one time, you know, record. Um, oh my gosh, loved the the other gentleman who worked with me. Yeah, he did the news and great experience. So that that it just goes to show the visual was in the head. One day I'm going to have a psychology-based radio talk show, got the internship. Well, naturally it did have to end because um, it wasn't in line with my psychology track and started working at a psychiatric hospital. Fast forward, you know, how, what, how long has it been? Maybe 10 years or so later when podcasting became huge. Now, the dream of having a psychology-based radio talk show has never died for me. And so when this podcasting phenomenon exploded, that's I said, you know what? This is it. I, you know, I'm not going to wait for somebody else to give me a show. I'm just going to make one. Boom. Decided to create the Three Owls. Have had so much fun. Met the nicest, amazing people from doing this show. Great time. So as you know, I've been doing this now for a couple months. Um, And (laughs) fast forward again. 
I get an email a couple weeks ago, and I am pre-recording this podcast um, in August. And so this podcast I'm recording right now is going to air in October. And I get an email from the city of Norfolk. Uh, public library was do- is doing an initiative to create more mental health resources, and they are looking for a podcast host for their city of Norfolk library and public podcast that will be streaming on, you know, the city websites. Y'all, I was blown away. 100% I jumped at this chance and then I had the epiphany. I have manifested this and wanted this for so long and it has been a long process to be able to get where I am, which is the final point in the visualization and manifestation technique application. What you visualize sometimes does not manifest itself for years to come, but if it's your dream, don't ever let it die. If it is your dream, cling on to it because whether it's on that subconscious or conscious level, you will act in ways where it will hopefully come true. And I have no doubt that was the same situation for me where I had that dream, you know, psychology-based radio talk show, and lo and behold, I am now going to be able to start doing that. Don't worry. I'm also going to be keeping my podcast that I have now, my, the three L's, because it is one of my loves and I enjoy it. But just a powerful example that sometimes it takes patience. Don't ever let somebody take that dream away from you. And that goes back into surrounding yourself with supportive people who will have your back and encourage you and just you being able to encourage yourself and not letting any of the discouragement get to you of the long journey that it can sometimes take. If you are trying to visualize your partner, your ideal partner match, your romantic partner, and you've been through a lot of duds and it is just not working, Keep that visualization of who would be your ideal match, mind, body, and spirit on that deep level, and don't ever settle until it comes to your life. Um, It sounds simple enough, but I think sometimes life gets in the way, and what we visualize for our life can sometimes dissipate and go away. And so by sitting down and taking time to visualize in your to visualize to yourself what you want to see happen in your life, the premise behind this is that you will be able to manifest it. So here is to visualizing and manifesting what you've always wanted to see happen in your life. I wish you all the best, and I hope that this was powerful and empowering for you to take time to do this exercise and practice because the jury's in, and I do believe that visualizing and manifestation works. Y'all take it easy and have a good one. Thanks so much for tuning in to the three L's today. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe or consider giving a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts, so that more people can find the three L's and tune in as well. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Rachel and Dine Counseling for daily motivation and to request certain topics you want to hear more about. 
Here's hoping that you live, learn, and love to the fullest.